dig in there and get me one because I need questions. I want to talk ball. Welcome everyone to the Mailbag segment. In case you're wondering what the hell's going on in the podcast, uh, Friday morning on the podcast, Thursday night live on the video. Um, shout out to everybody that's been live in the comments and please do continue to get your questions in, folks. We've got Fred. Hi, Fred, who says, how big a win was last week's game for both Dak Prescott and Mike McCarthy? Four and two reads better than three and three. He's down right there, Jeff. He's, you know, he's right on. Absolutely right on. Huge, huge, huge win. Doesn't take all the pressure off those guys, but certainly when you're four and two, you know, that's a, you're, you're way, 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 way more confident than you are at three and three. And I thought that Dak played, well, I thought he played within the scheme. I thought the zone read play for the 18-yard touchdown run, his, I think that's his longest run in a long time, uh, was, was a beautiful call and outstanding execution. You know, the Cowboys, again, yes, they still have some challenges. Yes, they still have some holes. But the Cowboys are a dangerous team because when they're playing well and that defense, Parsons and that defense are flying around, they can play with anybody in the National Football League. And they can also lose to anybody in the National Football League, as we've seen with the Arizona Cardinals, when they're not, when they don't show up. And, you know, again, if you're a Cowboy fan, you cross your fingers, you know, every time they, they go out to play because you don't know what you're going to get. Next question is from Rory Fitzgerald. Where's Rory from? Rory's from Ireland. All right. Wow. Rory was talking about this Mahid, Mahid. So he said, in the UK, Germany, and Spain are three of the big five by population. France and Italy remain. Are we hamstrung by our population when competing for a game? He's talking about Ireland. No, Rory, because we've got something that nobody else has, and that's the heritage to this island, which we can't stress enough is big. I think we got a game, Rory. I'm not putting my career in line by saying that. I think we'll get a game by the end of the decade. Personally. I think, Mike, Mike, here's the thing. Yes, that's that's a easy thing to point at and say well it's population based and that's why Madrid's getting a game or whatever but let me just say this it's not lost on the NFL and the NFL teams particularly the Steelers about the passion and the roots and the history between the and the sporting history between the United States and Ireland and you have two beautiful stadiums that can take NFL games. You've sold out college games. You've it's, it's been proven that there's a market in this country. And I think what we're doing and I and I'm not and I'm not I'm not off base when I say this. I think what we're showing every week in the popularity of this podcast the fact we sold out two of our six shows already and we're not coming till January till January all of those things the NFL watches all of that and so when they see that that appetite is there in Ireland and now th- thanks to tag leader and some of the some of the pioneers at getting players over there we've got Irish kids playing college football in the United States all of those things point in the right direction and I you know, again, I don't want to I don't want to understate the fact that the NFL watches all of this extremely closely. They do. 
and it would be amiss of me not to tell people that are listening to this that Jeff is bang on completely. They're watching everything. They see everything. They see everything. Everything, Jeff. Even the birds behind you. They actually do. They're watching everything. They're listening to everything. Fair play to them. Smash mouthing football. Hi there. What can the commanders do to stop Sam Howell taking so much punishment? Maybe they could do what Jeff does to his laptop, Jeff, and uh, throw it out. I'm not throwing Sam Howell out. No, you know, that's a great question. That's a great football question. I think some of the thing, some of it has to be shared amongst a couple of things. Number one, they've got to get ahead on the chains early so that he's not facing second and long and third and long where he can be pressured and he's going to see all kinds of disguises. And then I think it's incumbent. I think Eric Bieniemy's done a great job with the commander's offense in his first year. But I think that he needs to continue to push the envelope with formations and, you know, plays that have RPO type plays, plays that have multiple, you know, consequences and give Sam Howell as few full field reads as you possibly can. Now, He's shown that he can do that, right? I'm not saying he can't, but it's simpler for him when he knows where to go with the ball fast. And I can remember June Jones, who played quarterback in the NFL and was a head coach twice in the NFL, one of the best quarterback guys I've ever been around. And one of the things he always said to the quarterbacks, I can remember it every single day, know where you got to go with the ball quick. And uh, I think that's big, big in the development of a young quarterback like Sam Howell. I lost the mute button there. Jeff, do you feed the birds? No, these birds are plenty well fed on this big island. Mike, this is a this place is like living in uh it's like living in the jungle. It really is. I mean, it's like so dense and so so rich and you know, sun shines every day, it rains. Like we just had a little rain shower right there, and so all the all the animals are out now. It's it's awesome. What's Clive up, Clive? How you doing, man? Good to, good to have Clive Underhill with us. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Clive, uh, welcome in and hope you enjoyed the game last week. He said, late to the show. Uh, as you started early and didn't tell me, that's Jeff's fault, Clive. Don't mind. Uh, <laughs> question about the Bears. I'm guessing that they, they're going to have a top two pick next year. Do they stick with Justin Fields or go to QB? Clive Lundres, Jeff. Well, that's a really interesting question, Clive. And, you know, again, you gotta if you're gonna go away from fields, and I don't know because I don't. I'm not in that building. I'm not in the, on the practice field. I'm not, you know. But I, what I see from him is a lack of development. Now, some of that's because they're not very good around him, right? And the, it's a bad football team, and it's a bad. There's a bad mojo right now in Chicago. What they're gonna have to decide is. If you go away from him, and let's say you take one of the two, if they're in the top two, uh, you take a quarterback. I think the guy that they want, or everybody seems to want, is the kid at USC. But it's go- you're going to have to be, you're going to have to trade up to the first pick if you don't have it to get him. I think, and he is a, he's an outstanding, outstanding player, outstanding player, tremendous college quarterback. But you're going to have to commit yourself to putting weapons around him 
at a more rapid pace than they were able to do for Justin Fields. And it's it's a shame in my mind that here he is three or four years into the league and people are even talking about the fact they're going to throw him away. And, you know, if and again, I'm not in the building, I don't I don't see the practice tape, but the game tape that I watch is just I don't see a guy that's developed as a passer very much since he's come to pro football. Love it, Jeff. Bear down. Bear up, bear down, bear down. Dave from Limerick. You're going to Limerick soon, Jeffrey. Yes, and we are, Dave. I hope we see are, you in Limerick. If you haven't got your tickets, get them now. It's either going to be on that date or if something happens, it could be a championship Sunday. Could you imagine that in Limerick? Dave from Limerick. Jeff, have you hit any waves yet? Looks awesome there. Is he talking about radio, Jeff? Or about no, radio? he's talking about he's talking about ocean waves. Yes, I have, and I'm gonna go as soon as this broadcast is over because I got to catch a plane at four o'clock today to start heading back to Canada, and I want to get in the ocean one Hold more on time. So surfboard's loaded. I'm ready to go. Just gonna finish these questions and then we're out. And by the way, David, it is awesome here. If you ever get a chance, come see us on the Big Island. Are you gonna miss the Thursday night football of the year? Yeah, I'm going to be flying from Honolulu to Vancouver while while Thursday Night Football is on, and I'll have to get the score when we land in Vancouver. I'll text you the score, but there's a good chance I could be sleeping. I'm going to watch first hour. I love that Thursday Night Football theme tune. Uh, Fred Flunk, there's a romanticism between the USA and Ireland. There is Jeff. Jeff. There is Fred and Jeff. Uh, Gurr. Gurr. Uh, hi, lads. <laughs> Hope ye are well. Who do you both think are dark horse teams to make the playoffs outside the favorite slash division leaders? I am going to jump in here and say the New York Jets. I think Arden Rodgers is going to come back in December and lead them to the playoffs. Well, I, I think that, that there's a lot of talk about that because he was on the field throwing before the game the other night. I, I kind of like Houston as a dark horse to make the playoffs. I mean, they're playing pretty doggone good football and they're pretty well balanced and you know, C.J. Stroud as a rookie, probably I don't think there's any question he's the best rookie quarterback in the league playing today. I mean, Bryce has struggled, struggled Bryce Young in Carolina, and Richardson's hurt. So, you know, when you look at this, you look at this bunch of rookies, I, you know, again, right now, you'd have to take C.J. Stroud without a doubt, and I think that gives them a chance to uh, get to the playoffs. Last question tonight. Can I just thank everyone for not just being here? Why, why, like, you know, Jeff obviously very rudely changed time this week and nobody knew it was I'm, I'm joking, Jeff. But thanks for everyone coming in. It's been, it's been a crack. Appreciate it. Appreciate your time, Jeff. Just going to let everybody know in two weeks' time, it's going to be a bit of a nightmare because I am in España learning my Monday Night Football Spanish. Uh, and we're probably going to be pre recorded that week. But, um, what, leave it what, what date is that? Is that November 7th? It's a week before Frankfurt, so it's like October the thirty first that week. Okay, well that's our that's our final week of the season, and then we then we start the playoffs. So we'll get we'll get it. You know, we're not gonna we're not gonna we'll get our four podcasts on. Don't worry, folks. We'll find a way. I promise, and Jeff promises also. If he has to get up at three o'clock in the morning to do it, he has to. Do it. Done uh, that we have done it before. D David Jackson, Super Bowl winners, and oh god, I thought Jeff was gone there. Super Bowl winners go. And um, I'm going to be bored and say the Eagles over the Chiefs. Free match last year with the Eagles win.
Jeff, your audio is gone. Oh my god, and you're not on mute. Okay, right. This is gonna be fun. So we can't hear you, so I'm gonna I'm gonna have to get your answer somehow and then end the show. So give me a thumbs up if you think the Chiefs are gonna win the Super Bowl. Me? Oh, you're it's working now, thank God. Okay. Who's gonna win the Super Bowl? I I I could I see the Chiefs win a Super Bowl? Yes, right? But I can see the Lions win the Super Bowl. I mean, I, I, I think it's one of these this is one of those crazy years. You know, if you know who's going to jump up, I think, and I, and we talked about this a little bit on the on the show, on the regular show. You know who's going to has the potential to jump up into the driver's seat real fast is the Dolphins. If they go up to Philly and they beat Philadelphia, especially if they score a lot of points against Philadelphia, I think a lot of people are going to start anointing them as the number one contender. I think 49ers have got – I agree with Clive. I think the 49ers are a team you got to take a hard look at. The Lions are certainly playing extremely well. Can they keep that magic going for 10 more weeks? We'll see, right? But right now, at this point in the season, and there's still way too much football to play to call it, but I like what the Lions are all about. I love it. We'll talk more about it on Monday night. I can't wait for it, Jeff. Are you, are we back to our normal time zone next week? Yes, we are. We'll be. Uh, I'll be in Toronto on uh, at three o'clock tomorrow afternoon, and then we will be back until after the playoffs. And then after that, Mike, we'll be just across the Irish Sea from one another. And we'll definitely we're for people watching this in the UK. We're in Glasgow, November the twenty fifth. I actually just booked a flight this week. We're in Manchester the week after. Uh, Glasgow's venue will be announced next week around then. Chilled venue during the day. Jeff will be there. I'll be there. It'll be a bit of crack. Uh, looking forward to it. And then obviously Jeff's got an Irish tour going to Derry, to Belfast, to Galway, to Limerick, to Cork, to Dublin, and Dundalk. Dundalk. we got to sell out Dundalk. That's one of my... We're on a mission to sell out Dundalk. No, you're a Dundalkan. Jeff... Say goodnight to us. Aloha. Everyone have a great weekend. Have a good one. Monday night football. Monday night.